0: All right, so yeah, this uh, this new beer that Wichita Falls has, um, I'm not a big seltzer guy by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not a I'm not a White Claw addict. I I do believe there is law even when there is White Claw, but um, the. Uh, the, the the new seltzer that uh, Wichita, for all, Wichita Falls Brewing Company here in Wichita Falls, Texas is um, trying out is an orange coconut. And the only way that you can get this orange coconut seltzer is by going to the brewery. So yeah,
1: I mean, a lot of breweries have been... Doing that where it makes it well, obviously, it's an exclusive um,
0: beverage, but it just pulls the crowds in, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like they're they're so limited on it. I tried to go in there today and I said, What's it gonna take for me to be able to get a growler of this seltzer? And the guy's like, Man, I can't do it. He's like, we don't have enough of it to start giving out growlers of it. That's how limited this is right now. And he said, uh, if they do start producing it, it'll be after, like, seeing how well it does. It's it's going pretty good right now, I can tell. But, um, yeah, it was awesome. Um, they have some, uh, like, down here, you still like a lot unless the bar has food you still cannot go into a bar so like it's crazy man like uh
1: my wife was talking to her grandmother she lives in California and they still have a lot of the mandates that we had mm -hmm. about about three months ago so I mean this stuff is still this stuff is still going on oh yeah but but off that topic for sure um, yeah um, my qu- my question my question though to you with these brewer- breweries um, doing these seltzers I wonder what the process is now to make them versus making like a just a normal typical beer
2: do they cut out like the malt I would assume um, you know because they're just making almost like not saying they're making moonshine but in a sense you know they're just making distilled alcohol yeah and then they're fla- then they're flavoring it you know um and then carbonation, and carbonation can come from either uh yeast once you can it or bottle it which i'm sure they're canning everybody cans nowadays yeah um but it's a it's a really interesting uh subject to someone so so
0: yeah um, I don't know really how they're doing it. It's but it's like a, a miracle of modern science to me. But it's like I
1: mean, everybody's...
0: these these beers that these guys are making are just. I mean they're glorious. Oh, absolutely. Um, I've been uh, I've been told. And this is this is a rumor, and their brewmaster kind of when I talked to one of their brewing guys today, when I went down to pick up my uh, my Funkin' Sour. Oh, I'm so um, good with that, eh? Yeah, um, there's a rumor that they may have a new sour mm. by this Saturday, and it is going to it is rumored to have raspberries in it.
1: Dude, I'm, I'm a fan of any type
0: of berry mm-hmm. that you put in a either a Berliner or a Goza type style. But
1: let's go ahead and kick it off. This is episode since we didn't want to make a mistake from last week. Yes, this is episode sixteen, correct?
0: This is episode sixteen.
1: Welcome to episode sixteen of the Two Bearded Dad Podcast. So we welcome you as always. I'm your host Nate. Alongside with Dale, my buddy Dale, we we're just talking about some some good beers. A uh, little bit of stuff uh, when it comes to seltzers. I mean, obviously,
2: the 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 seltzer world has been um, what a, it's probably been like a good
1: two years now that seltzers have really kind of became the next. Uh, i don't know. i guess you can call it the next ipa out there of interest but definitely uh pulling the market share where even big time breweries are trying to play ball you know so it's very interesting to see um i know that uh urban artifact uh actually is it was it today yeah today they uh released their light uh Beers, which are they're not quite seltzery, but they are. They're only a
2: 3.7 alcohol, little 12
1: ounce beers, um, and their little slogan behind it is definitely crushable. You know, so um, session beers, light in calories. Um, I do think that this is where the the market is going. You know, just uh, uh, pulling in people that normally wouldn't have um, a big time beer but still get to enjoy some uh, libations you know um, enjoy a uh, good old alcohol let's just be real about it so
0: yeah it's, it's some good stuff
1: yeah so seltzers when it comes down to the bottom line it is great for market um pulling in market share um, these breweries no matter how big how small um, but it's just great to have some folks, you know, cause I, I, I know that I know people and you know, people that, uh, can't
0: stand quote unquote beer, no matter if it's even like a, a bud light, you know? So, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, getting,
1: getting people to, um, have some very light, um, alcoholic beverages that doesn't like ruin their night, you know, because mm-hmm. typically when you, when you find someone, oh, I hate beer. You know, you could probably get them to do a shot of liquor or drink oh, yeah. wine.
0: Yeah, be like, yeah. hey man, let's do a Jack and Co. And yeah, but
1: the problem mm-hmm. is, they get, uh, you know, uh, very inebriated early on. Where, you know, if you're just having a, a casual get together and you want people to, to control themselves, these seltzers or light beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a, it's just another way of getting money which I'm all about there's a marketing scheme or a scandal out there when it comes to alcoholic beverages um I think it's great it's great for the market um great for just people being together and, and, and enjoying time together not saying yeah. you have to get uh, a beverage anyway, every time that you uh socialize but it uh usually makes it a little bit easier to get through um those type of social interactions
0: so. yeah and it's it's really weird because you know for the longest time that that was my go-to I was a wit I like I didn't really drink much beer um, beer was for the summer and whiskey f- was four seasons you know and it got to the point where I could drink like three or four Jack and Cokes like like I drink beer now and when I first switched back from beer or from whiskey to beer the first couple of times, like well like our first podcast. You know, it got to the point where I'd have three or four beers and I'd be freaking Thanksgiving wasted. <laughs> you know, the the Thanksgiving story will always be an inside joke to us and at some point maybe maybe even our listeners can hear the Thanksgiving story if I haven't already told it, I can't remember. But,
1: um, yeah, we, we have, but, uh, the, the funny thing is about that, you know, you're the only person that I have on video of bowling a strike. And that was that night. Really? I still have it. Yeah. I've never, I've always, you wouldn't believe how many times I've attempted to either record my own self bowling a strike or someone else, but they always miss or I miss. You're the one.
0: Uh, I I think I was point, like I think I was like three quarters of the way to white girl wasted at that point too. Oh man,
1: it, it was it was I I remember it perfectly. It was you bold strike, hey man, I'm gonna go out and have yes. a smoke. And when you came back in, the thunder the thunder was coming. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. The thunder
1: that.
0: the thunder tends to come pretty easily when I drink IPAs. <laughs> um, I I've learned my lesson on IPAs. I think I'm a. i am think I'm gonna stick to sours and Berliners and stuff like that and Gozas
1: Yeah, man. So you know, I, I talked to another guy. We've we've actually talked about that. Where um, I think it's something to do with alcohol, like running through your bloodstream.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like IPAs, it like it hits you like full effect. You know, full on, oh boy, um, I might be in trouble. But drinking like a, a souped-up sour beer or a very fruity beer, yeah. they could be the same. They could be the same alcoholic, uh, like or percentage, but they may not affect you the same. I, I'm the only thing that I can come up to is just how your body metabolizes those sugars in your Mm -hmm. body and then then the alcohol obviously converts over the sugar I get that too but um, I think it's the way that it enters into your body and how your body throws it through your veins and then metabolizes it has everything to do with how fast um, or how slow um, something happens yeah let's see this (laughs) game
0: yeah Yeah. so so (laughs) for those listening at home we have a special guest behind us which is Nate's yeah. son he is uh, all headphoned up like his father and uh, waving to us trolling the podcast so. yeah, I don't know if I'd call it yeah. trolling but oh, yeah he's I would he's he's doing well I haven't heard him the entire thing so yeah. I mean he's he's doing well he's I mean he's not like my daughter
2: oh, yeah running in dad <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like, drink?
0: with the, go ahead. go ahead, no, go, no ahead. Go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. So with like the metaboli- metabolizing the sugars and all that, I can definitely tell, like, even if they're the same percentage, if I'm drinking a sour, it's the same percentage as that uh, warped wing that I was drinking Thanksgiving. The warped wing is going to hit me like a freight train, whereas, you know, it's like the sour will kind of like creep a little bit. You'll feel it a little bit at a time, whereas I wasn't feeling nothing with that uh, that warped wing until I smoked the cigarette.
1: Yeah, it's like the the thunder, like, wait, which comes first? The lightning before the thunder, I guess, is the yeah. way they put it. So. The,
0: the lightning was the cigarette, but the thunder was like... <laughs> I got done with that cigarette, and I went to walk back in, and I completely missed the door handle. <laughs> I had to reach for that door handle three or four times to get back into the bowling alley. And Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. It's I mean, fun. I don't understand why. I mean, if we have any scientists in the, the audience, um, I'd love to hear it. Oh, speaking of the audience... I was looking at demographics the other day, um, actually, it was yesterday, and uh, I would like to welcome our listeners from, let me look it up again, we have listeners in Ireland.
2: Ooh.
0: Um. Let me see here, your podcast analytics, but we do have, we have listeners in Ireland, which my very distant relatives hail from Ireland, the United Kingdom, Canada, A hey, hey, Australia, buddy. and Germany. Dude, isn't that wild? So I just I just, just wanna me, me and, go ahead.
1: No, I'm just saying me and you, man. Like yeah. uh getting out there to the most random people that just search for something mm-hmm. and it just comes up that's wild, yeah. man.
0: i mean you know i really it it blows my mind that you know we're we're reaching people all over the world like i'm sitting here thinking when we started this i'm thinking you know what it's just gonna be friends and family that are gonna listen, you know. Whatever, I'm happy with it. Whatever, whatever we get, I'm happy with it. If it was just yeah. you and I That's listening it. to it after an edit, I would be fine. But I am yeah. so grateful for our listeners. It's, uh, um, it's
1: awesome. I mean, yeah, yeah. I can't. I just think it's so wild that there's someone. Even if it's just one person mm-hmm. listening, listening in Ireland, you know somebody has heard our voice and just listened to our silly shenanigans that we have going on, you know. So they're like these Americans. Uh, yeah. I
0: got no idea what they were thinking.
1: They're probably like, "What is wrong with their accents?" Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I know. I know when I talk, they're like, "What is wrong with this dude's head?" And I'm here to tell you, it. The, lo- the list is long, but you know what? I'm just going to keep going with it, be happy, and roll on. Um, just going to send it. Just send it, eh? Mm-hmm. Which, I-, I mean, honestly, that's what we've done. And we are 16 episodes in, 16 weeks. Well, we're a little over 16 weeks because we missed a week. But I
1: don't know. Well, I don't know. I call them like rolling weeks. Yeah. You know? Really haven't missed missed a week. Yeah. I think we've still done an episode with. Well, no, it was on a Sunday. So mm-hmm. if you want to count Sunday as the beginning of a week, we've met, we have officially missed one. Yeah. Yeah. You know.
0: But it is posted, uh, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I enjoy this, you know. It's just it's it's fun for me. It still is fun, just like the first time. And mm-hmm. I, and obviously, we're we're getting way better at it from uh, yeah. the beginnings. And now we're doing this remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, talk about social distancing. This is like the max uh, distancing that we can possibly do. Yeah, we're um, about a thousand miles apart right now. yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, which is you know awesome. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: oh, back to when it comes to like. Alcohol and how it hits your bloodstream. I don't know about like sours and Berliners versus IPAs, but I do know that drinking. Say, if you did have like a Crown and Coke, mm-hmm. and then your fellow friend goes, "I don't drink sugary beverages. I'll have a diet Crown hmm. Coke." Um, the sucralose or aspartame in uh, those artificial sweeteners they do carry the molecule of alcohol through your bloodstream faster, which it is a true, actual statement. You get drunk faster, drinking artificial sweeteners. So mm-hmm. maybe there's something to do with these other molecules of these uh, beers that we have that are carrying the alcohol either slower or faster or... Um, it gets into your stomach and then it's processed like an ipa uh where it like all of a sudden hits you like a ton of brick yeah so it does make sense just all the molecular structure of these uh these things going through uh <laughs> but uh but yeah so we're gonna move on i just want to say shout out to Duke Law. Yeah. I got the good old unicorn farts back. Unicorn farts back in the house.
0: And uh, they went
1: for like three or four months. No, it hasn't been three. It has been? Yeah, it's been three months since they came out. And they're back at it again. Um, it's a very fun beer to drink. It's a it's a a take on a cereal beer. Yeah, and uh,
2: could you try
1: again and then uh so then Claw just came out with this other one it is called sour meat strawberry rhubarb pie and i'll tell you what this beer man it's uh it's almost like quench uh like thirst quenching uh of a beer it's uh quite refreshing i'm, I'm kind of shocked uh how refreshing the beer is. Uh, some people don't like the uh, lactose that is in this beverage. Um, it doesn't seem to affect me, but people that have a uh, lactose intolerant issue, this beer would probably uh, make you go <laughs> to the bathroom, To just be honest with you. Because uh, it's a milk sugar is what it is. They use the milk sugar in order to not only ferment, uh, well, get the alcohol out of the beer, but also use it to get a creamy um, texture to the beer, but anyone that has a lactose issue don't recommend it. But great beer from Duclaux.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to try that when I get home. Um, I'm definitely gonna. I'll save you one. Okay. Uh, thanks, man. I, I
1: have I I have an Urban Artifact Dragon saved for you. Cool. Um, I have one of these. Uh, the The dragon. Phew, I don't, I don't really know how to explain that. I can't say it's my favorite beer. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, it's within like a, a top fifteen. Um, that beer it, it 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 wants to be like really good on the palate, but the back end it burns. It it, it burns almost like a wine, uh, a wine would if you had really? like a merlot mm-hmm. wine. Kind of like that dry like it. hit. Well, I don't know, man. Like. You've taken a shot before. Oh yeah! Burning, that burn Mm -hmm. sensation—it's right there on the end, and it's like ooh, (laughs) like I I know what I'm drinking, you know.
0: So it'd be a good Um, winter beer, keep you warm. Yeah, I mean for sure, it'll it'll hit you quick. So hit Um, you quick. So So here, go ahead. My question is: Have you seen any of the donut beers come back out? Because before so, I left, I could not find any of them, because I was trying to bring some with
2: me.
1: So when you left, like two weeks after, I did see that Guava mm-hmm. donut one, but there has been, uh, from Platform, there hasn't been any, any. Um, I guess, big beers from them. They've yeah. done a few IPAs, but that doesn't really pull my interest at all, So because um, I'm very selective on the, the, the beers that I have, you know, so you know being, you know me about it, mm-hmm. so I'm a I'm a sour dude all the way, so I'm sure people have enjoyed it, uh, but
2: eh, not my interest. Nothing 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 too too crazy out there, but uh, but Duke Claw coming back. I mean and this beer's not
1: even from Ohio, it's from Maryland, so uh, <laughs> their distribution is uh off the chain when it comes to that kind of stuff. So Yeah, I was
0: I was talking to the guys at Wichita Falls I'm like I'm gonna have to I'm gonna need you guys to either deliver me some or I'm just gonna need you to start getting into stores in Ohio because this stuff's amazing. Um, so
1: that's the thing like like with Anderson Valley, they're out of California, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't freaking sent a beer out here in oh my gosh, it's been like four months, and they used to uh, have it out here in Ohio all the time. yeah, and it's no it's nowhere to be found now.
2: Well, they
0: did tell me, I mean, they're, they're still, they're a small brewery, um, Wichita Falls is, but they did tell me they're working on getting into stores. So, I mean, they're already in restaurants in the area. You can get their, their sour and their other beers on tap at local restaurants here in Wichita Falls, but they're, they're working on having a mobile canning company come out, can their stuff for them. Send it off to market.
1: Um, I know. I mean, I know you've been visiting this place several times, but I don't think Kroger is out in Texas. There's another brand. It, Kroger. But it's not called Kroger.
0: They've got like Market. Yeah. They've got Market Street, HEB, um, the uh, the evil empire that is Walmart. At Walmart um, won't do anything no Walmart I've I like never it. I've never seen a local craft beer in a Walmart
1: no the, the thing is so this is what I do know so Kroger or its affiliates mm-hmm. their managers that are in those departments they have buying power yeah so if so if a brewery even if it's a small town brewery if they walk in there and they go hey you want to have this cake on your draft um, you know they'll go through pricing. They can they can say yes to it and do it. The manager's there. It doesn't take any other like I mean, upper higher dude to make those decisions. Those dudes on the floor right there can do it. So um,
0: Nate, you're definitely making me. Yeah. You're you can see the smoke coming out of my ears. Yeah, I mean, and you can I mean, probably I mean. hear the little bit of grinding because I've been stuck in death by PowerPoint for the past three and a half weeks but I think uh, I, I'm gonna go down to the brewery on Saturday again because they might be releasing that new beer that's been rumored yeah. and um, I'm gonna talk to them and be like hey you know you guys might want to get ahead get a hold of Kroger and see what affiliates they have in the area and maybe you could get you guys could all of a sudden be nationwide with Kroger
1: so hold on, I'm gonna look it up. So Kroger, just we'll, we'll go on into our next segment here in a second, okay. but Kroger, just because it's here in like the Midwest, is called, or yeah, Midwest uh not countries, <laughs> uh, Midwest states, but in other areas they're either called Ralph's, uh-huh. Villains, King Scoopers, Fries, QFC, City Market, um, Harris Teeter pick and save there's tons of where they all come from the same big brand they're just yeah. all different things because they're in different states you know um even when you get down to Kentucky the Kroger's are called different names so I mean it's not uh anything out of the ordinary for me but
0: okay so I found wait a minute store locator I just found a thing here. and said uh, Kroger jobs, part time affiliate, part time associate in Wichita Falls, Texas. So I mean, there it could be a Kroger, um, yeah, but it could blood. be Kroger brand, which which means
1: it could. I mean, might be a Ralph's, you know. Yeah. Uh, for all you know, whatever. Um, but managers there they have buying power to choose what if they have one of those markets that have that open tap system mm-hmm. which the ones around here do most of the Kroger around here they, they have that ability I so it. it's pretty cool so yeah um, going to the next topic are you ready for this
0: i'm ready let's
1: do it so i've done some researching and it's like from Polls and people being asked questions about it, it's just a totally random subject. I'm gonna ask you this before I answer to this question. Okay. Do you wash your legs when you're in the shower? Absolutely. As in, as in, you're actually taking time to wash, like your shin bones, mm-hmm. basically, is what it comes to. Yeah. Did you did you know about one third of the American population does not wash their legs? Well, with per with purpose, yeah. I mean,
0: I can kind of see that, but see, with me now, the the listeners, aside from a select few, have never met me. But those that know me, is I wear a fur coat year round, so if I don't. Purposely wash my legs. I'm gonna smell like that grizzly bear that just came out of the salmon run.
1: But just your legs mm. is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Are you in Are you in fear that your your shin bones are not fragrant?
0: Well, <laughs> you know, I don't. The dog sniffs my legs. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I'm in fear of smelling like a grizzly bear. Yeah. I, I hate to uh, stink. so I've spent. Here's my Go ahead.
1: <laughs> Go, Go ahead. No. All right. I was gonna say my early years I don't I, I can't tell you that I actually used to wash my legs. Like purposely take neither my uh what do you wanna call it? exfoliating uh loofah type item mm-hmm. or even a a I don't want to call it a dish towel, but, you know, (laughs) hand towel. I I can't say that I purposely used to wash my legs for probably probably about 10 years. I've only Mm -hmm. been doing it for, like, maybe the past five.
0: (laughs) Yeah, see, with me, it's like I've spent so much time in, like, extremely hot and sweaty conditions. And, like, if my legs... Or my arms, or it, even like just the back of my head. If it's not like perfectly clean, when I lay down, it's like I stick to the bed. And I just, I cannot stand okay. that. And that's right, why so goes I, I like my suds next like crazy. Question,
1: then. Goes on to the next question. So okay. you wash your legs. Did you know that about mm-hmm. 37% of people,
2: now this is from a poll they don't wash their feet
0: yes I know that a they... lot of people don't wash their feet and I know that because a lot of the people that I've dealt with over the past 16 years smell like feet <laughs> and I have a story about washing Dude, I can feet tell you too. This...
2: Go ahead. so Bill.
0: there has been a couple of times when I have been washing my feet you know lift one leg up, suds the hell out of it, set it down, lift the other leg, sud the hell out of it. Well, some of these bars of soap that I've been getting. This happened like last week. I was washing my feet and I stepped down and there was a piece of soap stuck to my foot and I busted my ass. I am extremely clumsy. Wonderful. And very graceful because when I fall, the entire county can hear it,
2: <laughs>
0: but luckily the shower here is like very small, so I didn't fall far, and I think the back of my head broke my fall.
1: Oh, wonderful. Yeah.
0: That's always
2: good.
1: yeah. I've already got enough drain oh, damage. Me. So with me, this is another thing. I used to not wash my feet. I just think I thought the residue mm-hmm. of soap coming down from the rest of my body was going to get the rest of the parts. But um, now that I'm getting older, I do know that my feet stink. They stink. I even have a flipper that I usually put into my shoes just to make sure that I am uh, fragrant.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so I've got. Um... It ain't nothing new to me. I've got some boot powder for uh, Duke, from Duke Cannon yeah. and you, I spray it in my work boots. and also when it's going to be real hot out, I will actually spray it into my socks before I That'd put be my fun socks fun. on. And it's great. And actually I've got a couple of pairs of socks now that I bought since I've been down here. They're made by Oakley, the, the sunglass company, but they're like oh, really they're like super dry socks or whatever. And I'm my feet are horrible. They sweat like crazy, but these socks they're they're moisture wicker, wicking, and they like my feet stay dry and they don't smell like a freaking dumpster fire when I take my boots off.
1: See the thing with me, I do not wear your typical white socks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I have an assortment. I am a a guy that enjoys multi-colored multi-logo socks i even mix and match them you know but i think it's because of them being darker socks or dark um that i am subject to foot odor maybe don't know will i ever test it no because i cannot stand your typical white sock i i, I hate them i hate them yeah. Um. I like the designer socks. I uh, <laughs> call me a, uh, um. A bit. Uh, what's the word? Uh, is it facetious? Facetious. Uh, I don't know what you call it, but um, uh, just being um, a little more prideful in my sock wearing mm-hmm. abilities and. Uh, uh. So yeah, you ain't gonna see me in a pair of white socks.
0: Yeah. See. I mean, uh, To be honest, I don't care what color they are. As long as they're comfortable but like I have a hard time and I've always had a hard time with it the military you're supposed to wear boot socks my little my little secret I nine times out of ten until I got these Under Armour socks I will not wear the socks that come up past your boots I wear the little no-show socks that go down past your ankles because the tall socks catching my furry leg and I walk around and they're pulling my leg hairs. We'll see. You know, I feel like I have pretty decently hairy
1: legs. I have to disagree on you. I like socks even if they went up to my knees. I don't care. I, I like the feeling of the support <laughs> in the like... <laughs> The elasticity around those socks around my legs, um, it gives me comfort. So, the higher, the better. If they went out to my
0: thighs, I would be okay with it. Well, if they went to your thighs, they'd be called called waiters, not socks or pantyhose. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> depends on
1: how uh, how thin they are. They might be uh, fishnets. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey,
0: hey, what you doing What you do in your own house is Sarah's business, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you don't know what kind of sucks I'm wearing. All right. <laughs> All right, I think that's a, that's a good time for a break. I have another question later on to ask Dale. Okay. Um, I think he will thoroughly enjoy, so I'm gonna take a quick break. All right,
0: we're gonna take five, and uh, we'll be back at it in a minute. Now guys, we're...
1: welcome back. Thanks for uh, holding on to our little pause there. We are back. I have one more question to ask Dale tonight uh, before we get into our last little topic. It's a fun one. Another fun one. Dale, what part of the chicken is a chicken wing when you have it at any of your restaurants that serve chicken wings? Well... A chicken wing. There's
0: There's actually two parts to it.
1: We're going to go with part one, being the bone-in wing.
0: So, are we talking flats, or are we talking drums?
1: Okay. See, this is why I need to ask this question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, So, when you think of a normal chicken wing, what part of the chicken does it come from?
0: So, the flat is the actual (laughs) wing. You know, it's, that is very it's true. It's the 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 little T Rex looking wing when it doesn't have any when it doesn't have any feathers on it. The drum, so that would of course, be, is the leg.
1: So, yes,
0: that would be your typical wing.
2: Mm-hmm. It
1: is the actual wing of the chicken, even though they can't fly. But the, their their arms, um, is definitely there. Then you have the drum, which is uh, their legs, which. Man, there's not a lot of meat on them. No matter what you, you know. put it up and through, man. I know, I know. Some people have some different uh, recommendations on how to get the meat off the bone. So, so a chicken wing is really a chicken wing in most restaurants. I mm-hmm. would say. Okay, so my big question of today: Where do they? get the chicken from a boneless wing and why
0: do they call it a boneless wing so <laughs> the and honestly you know me and you know that I am full of useless knowledge and my wife looks at me sometimes when I spout some of my useless knowledge because I'll just randomly spout it I'll be like well hey do you know this she' like where the hell did that come from so the, lines,
1: man.
0: so, the meat from a boneless chicken wing is actually breast meat. Yes, because if you, you notice, white. it is white meat. <laughs> and it is boneless because if they called it a buffalo chicken nugget, nobody would be like, I don't want buffalo chicken nuggets, I want buffalo wings.
1: But why do they call it a wing? I mean, I understand why they call yeah. the wing. I get it. Yeah. But that is the
2: fun question of mm-hmm. today. They should, I don't know. They. I mean, they could call it fun. Call it. You know, I don't know what they would call it. You can't just call them. I got some. Give me the breasts.
1: Straight out breasts, like it's on the menu. It's like written out. Mm-hmm. Give me the, give me the breasts. I don't know. People were weird about that sometimes. Well, not, I think it's funny.
2: You
0: know, we have got we do have international listeners. We've got national listeners, and we've got local listeners. Well, Frickers did it right. Because if you notice, Frickers, which is a local wing place for those who don't know, Frickers does not call them boneless wings. Frickers calls them chicken chunks. Or frickin' chunks is what they call them. And it's I you Thursday know I, special. Yep. Kids yeah. eat free, remember that. trickers uh, we're not looking we're looking for sponsors, but you know, hey. Okay. <laughs> but Before your kids and umbrella Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I honestly after working law enforcement between military and civilian side, it's I have stopped trying to figure out why people do what they do. And it's just you know sometimes you just gotta roll with it and be like, nah, eh, all right, they wanna call it that, they can call it that.
2: Well, but, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's a marketing idea. Oh yeah. You could
1: call them, you could call them chicken tendies all day long, True. but you're going to lose the adult mm-hmm. crowd that wants to have them. I yeah. ain't gonna lie. I am a boneless chicken man. Oh, I, really man. Don't. Oh. I, don't. I do not like bone in chicken. Yeah, no, see, no, no, we no. Do no. Ha- we do have our opinions,
0: Dale. Yes, we yes, we do. I, mm. I feel that
2: mm. bone in chicken, you are paying for the parts
0: that you cannot eat all the way well, and you
1: don't get as satisfied on your fulfillment of your supper as you would
0: with a boneless mm, wing. See, okay, so here's my question. Gun to head and no way out of it. You have to choose one or the other. Drums or flats?
1: Well, I'd take drums. Oh, no. No, you know, no, no. See, See, that's the thing. I feel like I can't pull the meat off them little oh. bones. See, that's
0: because that's because you're using your fingers.
1: Well, yeah, but there's like a strategy. You can
0: take the drum or not the yeah,
1: the drum and you can like you take it from where its feet would be at and you mm-hmm. you push you push up oh. on it and you can get a lot of the meat off of the see, that chicken leg. Like,
0: see, I can I can clean a drum or a flat without using my fingers.
1: I don't have I don't have that ability.
0: You find you find where you know that joint at the top of the the flat, where where there's the tendon and all that and the knee or whatever it is, or the elbow. So you you grab it by that. You bite down. To the bone, you don't bite into the bone, but you bite to the bone. You stick your tongue up through the center. (laughs) Just to break it loose, just to break that meat loose, and then you just pull the meat right out of it and then when wow. you get to, when you get to the end you stick your tongue up and it spreads the it spreads the bone and you've got all the meat off of that flat
1: nope
0: not about it oh not it's glorious it. i see i cannot do like i can sometimes do the chicken chunks from frickers but i'm a traditional wing guy i gotta do flats Feel so
1: like you know when it comes to non messy eating. I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, I oh. have my all all meat. Just get in there and get it done type mentality. I don't I don't need to make see, it a mess.
0: See, I I could care less if I'm wearing more of it than I got in my mouth. I'm good with it. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just how it is. I can I can freaking I can put down some flats and drums. But like when it comes to the, the chunks, I just feel like with the chunks or the boneless, I just I don't feel like you're getting as much because all you're getting is a little ball and it's
1: feel the absolute opposite. It, it must be the way that I eat them because I just feel like I'm getting to that, that the sinew of the, uh, the chicken and it's not edible parts you know like mm. I don't want to dive too deep.
0: When I get home, we're gonna we're gonna have to. Well, I'll I'll teach you how to eat a flat. <laughs> but all right, all right. So not what else you got? Talk. Yes. What
1: what what is our last topic that we're gonna talk about? We're gonna get a little bit political. Oh yes. We don't we don't care about anybody's sides of things. We're no. not biased on any sides of things. Well, we are, but when it comes to your listening in your your patriotism towards your views we we mm-hmm. value them um this is just our our thoughts on this last topic so
0: yeah, and you know before we get into this topic and especially anytime we get into political topics the divisiveness in this country over political views is just absolutely ridiculous i've got friends who are democrats i've got family who are democrats it just it is what it is it's a political affiliation we don't need to go to war over it and you know honestly most people are middle of the road just like Nate and I. I agree. I can agree yeah. with I can agree with points from either side. But when it comes to these, ele- these last election cycles, the divisiveness that has been put forth between the parties is ridiculous. I'm all for united we stand, divided we fall. Before we get into this topic, I really just want to let people know. I'm... I'm middle of the road, so we're going to go ahead and get into this topic, and I'll start it off, because I brought it up to Nate, and uh, I'm going to freaking take this sword to the hilt on myself, Um, so I listen to Rogan a lot, I listen to him when I'm working out, so uh, Joe Rogan did an interview with one of my favorite personalities. Um, He is a mixed martial artist. He fought in the UFC. He is also a U.S. Army Ranger and U.S. Army Green Beret. Um, He's also been in a couple of movies. His name is Tim, Tim Kennedy. And Joe Rogan and Tim Kennedy spoke about how the debates need to be run and to be honest this election cycle we're already we're at September 16th we've got two months and well not even two months we've got like a month and a few days before the election cycle and usually this by this time of the year we've had three or four debate debates. am I right Nate
1: very true you know there'll be there be public debates mm-hmm. uh, going on there might be two already should have been yeah two. there
0: should have been at least two but the problem is with and you guys can't see this but I'm putting air quotes up here because of COVID um Biden is refusing to debate Trump well Joe Rogan it's a great
1: it's a great strategy by the way yeah
0: I mean, the man can't string a sentence together. Every time I've seen him in a video, it's like, oh dear Lord, I hope not. But Joe Rogan has come out and openly invited the candidates to come to Austin, to his new studio, and sit down in a room. The incumbent, President Trump and the challenger, Joe Biden. But, there's a caveat. It would only be live-streamed. No other people in the room. No earpieces. So, they can't be fed answers. No nothing. I think this is the way that, from this point forward, I think this is the way that debates need to be. And it's going to be, Joe, uh, Joe wants to do a four-hour debate and i know the biden supporters and the the biden camp in general are terrified of this which they shouldn't be if this was really going to be a fair debate that's how it should be for for we the people you know we should be able to have just the candidates and a middle of the road moderator Joe Biden is, you know, he's far right or far left. People say I haven't seen it yet that Trump is far right and you've got Joe Rogan. Well, Joe Rogan calls himself a liberal, but the fact of the matter is if you sit and listen, like I was I was in a car for 16 hours a few weeks ago, and I listened to Joe Rogan for right around sixteen hours. And to be honest, Joe Rogan is the most middle of the road guy. I mean, Nate, you've listened to Joe, right?
1: I mean, he will he will listen to whoever he's interviewing, mm-hmm. and digest what they say, and go. And, not saying he goes along with it, but he will. Continue a conversation with whatever they're talking about. That that that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. And so, no matter if you if he feels are right or wrong, he lets them express their opinion. Exactly. Um, you know, my my thoughts on this um, so-called debate. I don't even want to call it a debate that he wants to put on. He wants to have these two guys be able to. Uh, speak and to articulate whatever plans that they have in place. Yeah. Um, the the biggest issue with this, and this is where I'm going to go Trump pro, is that you can watch several several interviews with Biden, mm-hmm. that he has to pull up a teleprompter to help him communicate what he's trying to communicate. He's been live on live streaming different platforms where you can see his fingers wave or he's like, bring this up. He's actually said that he's like, bring this forward. He's having whoever is filming him Mm -hmm. bring up a teleprompter to speak.
0: Oh, yeah. And I'm not. Yeah. The man, the man. Don't get me wrong. The man may have done some things in Congress. I have. I'm not old enough and I'm not really politically savvy enough to know what he has done. I do know that he is running on a platform of equality and um, anti bias. But there is video of him from the halls of Congress that he authored the crime bill in 19, I think it was like 1993 or something like that. He did. And he did. talked about, and I hate this. I absolutely hate this. Talked about, um, busing, you know, where they bring inner city or any inner city kids into the suburbs and he was staunchly against it. He was yep. saying that he did not want his children raised in an interracial jungle. And that is a quote. You can look it up and fact check me if you want. But that's that's a quote from him. And it's it's ludicrous. To be honest, if they bust inner city kids into our school where our kids are, I would have zero issues with it. I think everybody deserves the same education no matter whether you live in a poor area or in a rich area. You know, we're we're middle class guys. We we bust our asses, we struggle from time to time, it happens. But when people start jumping up on their high horse and saying, you know, they don't want somebody to be able to be around their kids because of the color of their skin. That is absolutely wrong. I mean, oh, absolutely. I mean,
1: that, that's the, that's the thing behind it. Of, when you, we talk about um, Biden, has been trying to pull uh, this again. This is a. Non-biased. This is just uh, factual information. He is trying to go after the vote that Mm -hmm. is non-white. Yes, is where he's trying to pull the polls from. I mean, that's just a that's just a factual Mm -hmm. thing, and that is where potentially he could win. Not saying it's right or wrong, um, but when him his own self has um, been on live air speaking about where he doesn't want it to happen his own mm-hmm. self um
2: that it that is a problem um you know i i am completely all about equal rights oh
0: but yeah 100%. We, know, we
1: know the absolute truth um there are some inner city uh public schools that don't have it as good as the other outer areas of cities that is a, just a true statement. We we live in an area in our state that there's not even pub, uh, regular school busing
2: mm-hmm.
1: for public schools. Um, that's an absolute issue. Yeah, should, I mean. It should be across the board. Any public school should have the ability to have that. No matter yeah. who, where you're from, whatever it is, you know.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's like, where I live, if we did not bring our daughter to your house for uh, child care, we we wouldn't have busing.
2: That's correct.
0: I mean, I remember remember driving to work, or driving to drop Addie off, and there's kindergartners walking down a four-lane road to go to school by themselves it's it's crazy but i mean we kind of we kind of got off topic here and you know it may it's just our opinions but i don't think this this ticket is what people think it is there's a whole lot of subversion going on in this ticket and i mean i mean here here's my Thoughts
2: to it, you know. I feel like the Democratic
1: Party um, had to choose someone. Mm-hmm. They had to choose someone. Oh, yeah. Um, I've listened, you know, again, you know, I'm, I'm a Republican. That's who I am, that's what I am. Um I go through those viewpoints because uh, they're usually the best ones. Mm-hmm. Democratic Party, don't get me wrong. they they have some good views too, but anyway, I've listened to Biden speak about certain things um, and him his own self as a person, again, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. when he was younger, he probably did a lot of a lot of great things. But now I almost feel like he was just chosen to be a person with a face mm-hmm. with a name and we're shoving him forward and he is not prepared to take these on. And that's why I feel like any type of debate that he would get into, no matter if he has better Viewpoints, stronger mm-hmm. thoughts on viewpoints than Trump. He will fail in a yes. debate because of his ability.
0: Yes, and, that's what
1: it comes down to.
0: And you know, the problem is too is his running mate. Um, yeah, um, you've got you've got a party that is running on the mantra of, and excuse my language, we. We usually try to keep it pretty clean on this uh, this podcast, but they're running on a mantra of fuck the police. Well, if you look at Kamala Harris's background, That's all she, she's done. she is the police. Yeah. She has a record of withholding evidence from the defense of black men to keep them in jail and she to be honest what i'm seeing is harris and biden have both slipped up in interviews recently it's been i believe it's been within the last week i've seen videos of it and they have both slipped up and said in a, in a harris administration not in a biden administration but in a harris administration this is what will happen well if Biden's running for president and Harris is running for vice president, technically it's going to be considered a Biden, uh, a Biden administration. So what I'm seeing is I'm seeing a whole lot of Joe Biden being the face of this. But when he goes on, on air and to to these uh, rallies and talks about his brain surgery, because the man has had brain surgery. He talks about all this other stuff. This man is not running to be your president. This man is running to get somebody else in office.
1: Well, I mean, you gotta think about it too. I mean, his his age. Mm-hmm. How old is he? Is he seventy eight? I think. 74? Let
0: me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull up the old Google machine here and look. I, I
1: can't remember if it was at the end of the term that they would be seventy eight, but don't get me wrong. Trump is old too. Oh, he's old. M-
0: no, when uh, when if Biden were to win, he would be seventy eight when he wins.
1: So, I mean, not taking any, anything away from your age, but again, it does come down to your age. Mm-hmm. You, I don't know. Most Americans, when they get to retirement age, they don't get two hoots about nothing. Exactly, live out the rest of their days. Um. Things happen with your mind when you mm-hmm. age, it just does. You're not as sharp. Yeah. You're not as sharp as you once was. Um, you're not as coherent. Um, and again, yeah, it just faces, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you're just, you're just a place, you're just a placeholder in a sense. Yeah. And to be um,
0: honest, to be a hundred percent honest, most of the time, the president is a figurehead, almost like absolutely. the queen. Absolutely. Um, You know the only good thing, the things, some of the good things I've seen come out of this administration that is going on right now, is the peace deals that are getting zero press. Have you noticed that? Trump's
1: done an amazing job.
0: Yeah. Have you noticed that there's there's there was a peace deal between Qatar and Israel.
2: Yep.
0: Now, there are eight other nations. That are lining, they're falling in step behind Qatar, such as Saudi Arabia.
2: And that's uh, great.
0: I believe great. Iraq. Uh, there's the the Middle East, which you you include Israel in the Middle East, even though they are not an Arab nation. The okay, Middle we're East. Going,
1: we're going back to the the the
0: Reagan mm-hmm. days of <laughs> contraband and, and things of this yeah. behavior that are
2: finally getting solved,
0: yeah. for
1: a time, anyways.
0: There's um, there's something to be said for a man who steps in and he ran on a platform of America first. Yeah and to be honest he is the only president that i have served under for the past 16 years that has literally done what he is saying and i'm saying that i'm saying this as a civilian i'm not saying this as a military member this is my opinion not the opinion of the united states military i'm going to get that out there right now because if somebody tries to twist my words it ain't going to happen. To be honest, I am so middle of the road when it comes to politics. If I find somebody, I I could go either way. Republican, Democrat. It doesn't matter to me. Whoever has the best ideas for the country, I'm down with. But when you look at what the president has done for this country, he has... United the he's uniting the Middle East not just Arab nations but Israel as well we have not seen anything like this ever and look at look at what the economy is doing now we just had how long was our shutdown I, I mean, mean it's still going I
1: mean, on it depends on the state yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, it's the economy's still going down. I watch Coinbase. I've got, I've got a little bit of money in Coinbase. It'll drop when some news hits, but it is steadily on the rise. The stock market is on the rise.
1: Yeah, and 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 I agree with all of that. I think it's the people, unfortunately, um, due to their situation, the people that are now because of covid are below that medium line mm-hmm. uh either they don't have jobs and the people talk about you know we've had the greatest growth of jobs in this mm-hmm. month yeah it's great but we're, it, it's pulling back from jobs that were lost so yeah. it sounds good it sounds good
0: yeah don't get me wrong see that's the thing you got to think about oh yeah the, the 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 folks out there that are still mm-hmm. having an issue finding a job. Oh, absolutely! Um, and but
1: when it comes to the economy of this country, though, all
2: in all, mm-hmm. I really have not been impacted one
1: way, shape, or form. I'm very fortunate in that um, I can say that, but. Not everybody can say that. Yeah. And I know you're very, you're very similar in, yeah. in, in that situation. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's you know, been,
0: there's been people who have, who have taken her on the head because of all this COVID stuff. Uh, but that just
1: goes down mm-hmm. to the next topic, you know, when it comes to the vote coming up in November. Where are people going to sway the folks that still don't have jobs mm-hmm. or cannot find jobs? Is yeah. that going to sway a vote because of someone that is all they're doing is talking about the numbers, mm-hmm. which are great? Yeah, cannot get away from that. They are real. The stock market is almost at its best, it's ever, ever, ever been. The NASDAQ is
2: the best, it's ever, ever, mm-hmm. ever been historic records, but yet.
1: The people that used to have jobs and were, were going about it, having a fine day, now they have nothing. Yeah. So that's where you look at the opposing side mm-hmm. and like, okay, where is this vote going to go?
0: Yeah, and see, you know, there's a lot of things that that are going to impact the jobs and stuff like that. Like, we got to look at things like, and this is, you know, I'm, I'm going to put this out there. The the Biden camp needs to go ahead and take this uh, this olive branch from Joe Joe Rogan right now, because if you guys got something up your sleeve, you need to come out with it and not just sit there and hem haul around. Because
1: it'd make make huge press, yeah, huge press, millions
0: of views, millions. The American people don't just want a debate. They don't just need a debate. They deserve a debate.
1: Yeah, they want to hear these people out as the human being.
0: Yeah. They don't yeah, they don't need the, to. They don't need to have somebody coming out to your local civic center and kissing hands and shaking babies. That's they right. need they need somebody who's going to sit across from their opponent and go for however long it takes and they need to come out come out with their ideas. They need they don't just need the guy in the earpiece telling somebody what to say. They need the brain of the man sitting in that seat. And I don't care honestly, if Kamala Harris wanted to run for president, I don't care. But be honest about it. For God's sakes.
2: Yeah.
1: That's that's my Mm. thoughts on it though. I Mm -hmm. think that if there were just a (sighs) easy peasy debate, open forum, forum, Biden would lose. Oh yeah. he he just would. And it's nothing against the man. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's what it makes sense about. (sighs) I'm sure he has tons of knowledge and and um ability to do what he is doing, but because of his age it is hurting him on being able to be able to step up on the fly oh, yeah. and have quick responses back to someone that says something. Mm-hmm. Trump doesn't have that problem. No. He is and, still sharp.
0: He's and, sharp. And that's one thing too, you know, we we talk about Biden and Trump and stuff like that, but I'm going to take it way back. I'm going to take it to their track records. You know, you've got Biden, a man who's been in, in government for longer than either of us have ever have been alive. Right. Our, our parents, our parents were children when he came into office. Yeah. Well, Wants to go out there and blame? They want to go out there and blame a man who's been in office for who entered politics just over four or just about four years ago, and they think they're going to change. It's not going to happen. I mean, we need a fresh look in this country, and first thing needs to happen is we need unity. Everybody needs to just start getting along. The cops aren't out to hurt you. They're out to do their job and go home to their families. The politicians, they're the ones you need to watch out for. I mean you got to look look at it this way. you've got you got a man here's, here's the tail of the tape for the, uh, the contenders in this election cycle. You've got a man who's been 40 or 50 years in government and he, he wants to continue to be in government. And then you've got a, a billionaire who steps out of his job as a, as a multi-billionaire to become a public servant and gives up his 100 his salary every quarter it's published stating where his salary is going. Yeah. Do you do you want somebody who's going to give up their salary to a charity of the choosing of the people or do you want somebody who's going to step in and sit in the office and reap his salary reap the benefits of his office and do whatever it is he's been doing for the past 40 years. So that's why I go back to,
1: like, the Reagan administration. Mm-hmm. Reagan, before he stepped in the office, was all what, already, like, a very wealthy man. Oh,
0: yeah, and he was a I go- Wasn't he the governor of California uh, before he became president? Yeah, but president? He,
1: was, he was an actor. Mm-hmm. That was his previous life. Just like, I mean, pretty much like Trump. Uh, now moving into getting him to the political field was because in the '80s there was after the whole there was a recession '70s '80s time frame like hey let's pull somebody into office that can make things surge and get back to a nice balance mm-hmm. and it did um, the thing is. Sometimes it doesn't matter who you get in the office, but at the same time it does matter who you get in the office when it comes to someone that has the ability to create wealth. Reagan Mm -hmm. was someone that had the ability to create wealth. And that just goes along with his personality, his behaviors, his attitude towards the rest of the American people is to push that agenda. We live in a capitalist country. The way that we, just to be real, the way that we have happiness is to have uh, people that don't live in poverty. Mm
2: -hmm. That is
1: the number one key to all of this. You get people out of poverty. They live happier lives. They will go along with whatever you say. In, in in my mind, there's there's nothing wrong with that per se, and that's why someone like Trump has the ability to persuade people and to get to where he wants to be. Listen, the guy was the self-made billionaire. Yes, did he have his father's uh, laces to to just hold
2: on to? Oh, sure, yeah.
0: yeah,
1: and but he continued that success in his own life you know he knows business he knows what works that's why he does he mm-hmm. does these agreements with other countries to get that's why he pulls tariffs with other countries that are not going along with him
2: yeah
1: is to get proper
2: control mm-hmm. it's not about being mean it's not about like trying to be Uh,
1: egotistical or prideful. It is a businessman's agenda to get the job done. And that's why I feel like he can carry us for another four years and get what he needs to get done. It's only the beginning. You know? In my opinion.
0: And, you know, the the problem is people... I'm trying to figure out how to word this because it's it's getting to the point where it's a war it is a it is becoming a civil war we should not be letting politics divide us like this it's it's going to lead to the downfall of country but the fact of the matter is President Trump is our generation's Reagan. And I was born... Happen? I was born during the Reagan administration. We were so, prosperous yeah? during the Reagan administration. I mean, shit. Reagan was freaking shot in office. And he yeah. still kept going. The, the politics of today and the media the way it is the availability of smartphones back in the day nobody had a camera that they carried with them every day today That's right. everybody carries a camera and they can use that camera to film their own agenda It's very true I can watch a fight between two people and When the guy that I don't... If the guy that I don't like starts winning, I can pull my camera out and look at him and be like, Oh, man, look at this brutality. You didn't see the whole fight. fight. That's that's the thing. A lot of these people, when they're filming this stuff, they edit it to their own narrative. And my only... And I'm going to get off my soapbox on this because I know I'm pushing this... Way, we've pushed this conversation, well, I've pushed this conversation way out of bounds because I'm very, very passionate about this country. I love my country. I love the people in my country. But people are being manipulated by the media. To be 100% honest, nine times out of ten, when you see something that starts off as a cell phone video, you're not getting the whole story oh never you've got to search for the truth and here's the last thing I'm going to say about this and we'll we'll jump back into why the debate needs to happen with Rogan and everything search for the truth it's out there I know I know it sounds like an X-Files quote because it is but find (laughs) your exactly exactly find your own truth people in the media are using their platform to sway your opinion and i don't to at this point i rarely watch the news i used to watch it all the time there's nothing bipartisan out there anymore you're either going to say you're either going to see something demonizing Biden or you're going to see something demonizing Trump. It's a lot more demonizing Trump because he's the current president and he's who the far left did not want in there because he didn't want they didn't want Trump to undo what they had done. But look at how true. even through this pandemic, look at how much better off we are than we were the past eight years
1: yeah that's all i got to say about it i mean regardless of the situation Mm -hmm. we dip down when it comes to the people yeah man the richer the richest people out there are the richest they've ever been Yep, it is what it is we're not in that mm -hmm. but at the same time everybody's pulled back from it we're still getting a we're still going strong in my opinion, Trump needs to continue another four years to get done. Oh, yeah. he needs to get done. When it comes to an open platform discussion in between two nominees of the presidential election, mm-hmm. go for it.
0: Yeah, because Rogan.
1: There can't be no marionette mm-hmm. strings. Yeah. holding one to the other. In my opinion, again, my opinion. Mm-hmm. Trump can speak for his own accord for everything yeah. that he speaks of. Mr. Biden, unfortunately, has to have a teleprompter to run it's... his whole entire words. I, I cannot. I'm not even saying the mm-hmm. thing before I cut you off. Not even because... saying that he can't speak. That's not what I mean. It's just I don't think he has the ability to throw it out there in his mind anymore, and that's just my honest goodness opinion mm-hmm. about it. He don't have. The thrust that he needs to push it forward anymore, You don't have it.
0: Yeah, and if you look at his uh, his recent appearances, you look at you can look at his appearances from you know eight years ago, well almost uh, twelve years ago now. You look at his appearances then, compare them to his appearances now his mental capacity is not there. It's just not. And we need a debate. And honestly, I don't think we need a debate through through the normal channel. CNN, MSNBC, They're Fox all News, all NBC, everybody's biased. Yeah. Joe Rogan will sit down with somebody and if you look back, I don't care if you like to listen to Joe Rogan, but if you get a chance scroll just go to his go to his page on Spotify and scroll down through his guests you will see that he doesn't only have republicans he doesn't only have democrats he doesn't only have independents he will talk to anybody he gets the story the whole story and the unbiased part of the story, he will listen. He sits down with everybody. He sits down to down with. He sits down with them with an open an open mind, open ears, and an open heart.
1: Yeah, I think that's part of like Biden's issue. Maybe mm-hmm. he needs to stop listening to the people that are in his ears the whole entire time. Oh yeah,
0: he Maybe he may he just
1: needs to speak to who he is.
0: And maybe that's what's causing him mm-hmm. so many com- so many conflicting
1: issues when he tries to speak. You know, when it comes down to an absolute debate, he's going to lose every single time because mm-hmm. Trump is going to have something. He's going <laughs> to his last name calls it straight. Mm-hmm. He's going to have the Trump card every single time he says something. Yeah, he's going to do
0: it. You know, to be honest, if there was somebody out there that was better than President Trump. Which, at this point in time, I don't foresee it. I mean, we've got, what's her name, Joe Jorgensen? I think the independent candidate. Um, She's the closest thing we got. And even some of her policies, it's like, wake up.
1: Trump just wants to get things Mm. down to the line. No no fluff mm-hmm. for especially for like getting stuff signed and moved and yeah. get things into action. He just don't want no fluff. And that's coming from him.
0: Yeah. And
1: it's not his Republican party doing this now with Biden when if if he does become president, it's gonna be all the mm-hmm. fluff coming from all these other people's ideas, not yeah. coming from him.
0: And and here's the thing here's the thing about the president. You you see it all the time in the headlines. He's not only pissing off the Democrats. He's pissing off his own party because he's doing what he believes is best for the people. He doesn't care about a political agenda. He just cares about what's best for the U.S. And you know what? I think I think uh, Rogan. Feels the same way. Rogan is no... By no shape of the imagination. Imagination, He is not a Trump fan. But he is also not a Biden fan.
2: Right.
0: He has come out and said multiple times. He's like, why? why? He's like, these right. are the two choices we have? But yeah. you know what? I want to see them debate. I, we yeah. need to see a debate. That's all there is to it. Um... If these two don't debate, the country cannot make an informed decision. Because when they go out on their campaign stops, you're not hearing the other side of the story. Right. It's just like it's just like your kid coming into you, all Johnny hit me. Well, what'd you do to Johnny? You're not gonna get the whole story. Now, if you got if you got Johnny and Jimmy in the same freaking room. And you ask them both what happened. Then that's when you're going to get the story and you can make an informed decision. This country... I think... Honestly, I think this is the first time we haven't had any debates. I have never seen it like this. And
1: I... I don't care about the whole COVID thing, man. No. You can still have it with
0: no problem. Here's, Here's what I don't get. Biden's camp is like trying to push off having campaign or having the, the debates but due to COVID. But the fact of the matter is they're showing up at factories civic centers yeah. you know they're trying they're having these rallies just debate already we need to know yeah. what's on your mind and we need to hear you two get in the trenches and fight it out Right. and may the best man win yeah it's I agree it's a sad time I don't think there's any other time in history where the American people would have stood for somebody sandbagging to not have a debate everybody yeah. Obama um Freaking Hillary, the people before, you know, Bush, Clinton, Reagan.
1: There was never no like problem with, let's put it this way, there's no problem with the other candidate outside yeah. just having normal debates, but nothing that, and it could be in part to our social media ability to see. It could be. Those things at the same time. But at the same time, everybody just had, usually,
0: Democrats, Republicans have their own, like, agenda. Yeah. And you're either going to go with them or you're going to go with the other guy. Exactly. Um, yeah.
1: and so, now, it, it, it seems like it's almost, like, streamlined mm-hmm. on... <sighs> Who who who's the crazy person that you want in my office? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: What um, and what really really Rogan kinda said it, we're choosing the lesser of two evils is what we're trying to do yeah. here. And the problem is we're looking at these two candidates, from my opinion, you're looking at the tiger and the sloth. Yeah. And the sloth knows. That it's, if it goes head to head with a tiger, it's not gonna win. The its only option is to climb a tree and throw rocks.
2: Yeah.
0: And you know, this stuff just years ago. If your freaking candidate wasn't like was refusing to debate to debate the other candidate. They would completely lose their base.
1: I mean, and so that's the thing. You go back to, like, Nixon Mm -hmm. time. He was not the best debater of of all time. He was was very camera shy. Mm -hmm. But he had an agenda. Now, I know the whole Watergate thing happened, but uh, when it came to his policies Mm -hmm. and what he was driving to get completed... He had great things going for him. Yeah, uh, and that's what won him the election. Um, yeah, he had some scandalous stuff. You can't really put that. That was yeah. Quote. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a crook. I'm not a crook. Um, beyond that, though, he was not great on camera. But not at all. He had, but he
2: had his policies and what he was going after in line and people mm-hmm. knew
1: it the thing with this election when it comes to the democratic party i feel like it's all over the map and no one knows what they're really going after yeah they just don't and i feel like we have to end it on this on on this note you know yeah like, you you got to keep someone in my opinion, they went four years, President Trump. Mm-hmm. He needs to just stick it out and com- complete what he was trying to do when he got elected. Yep. Most the, the the time frames that we see now, it it takes more than one term to get the job done. Regardless of what their agenda is,
2: mm-hmm.
1: one term is not enough.
0: Oh, no. Um, it's, it's really not. And like... You know, this stuff just four years. At the end of four years, you're still running. You're still st- trying to pick apart policies from the previous administration, especially an I mean, administration the like the Obama administration.
1: I mean, I mean, if you want my if for my opinion, not saying do a di- dictatorship, mm-hmm. but I mean, freaking Putin <laughs> over in Russia. I'm sure he has these all, all his policies in order. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, and you gotta you gotta figure too, they have a quote democratic society over there, but yeah they can run like after their four years is up or after their eight years is up, they can run again. And then they can run again. And they can run again until they stop until they don't wanna do it anymore. They can retire. And but you know, I just know, feel like, yeah. If, I mean, four years is not enough. You're right. You're no. absolutely
1: right. And but it's honestly, not enough to let someone play their game, yeah, whatever their agenda is, and push it through and get things done, um, and that's the problem with having different political parties in mm-hmm. general. Everybody's for themselves.
0: The you the know, two party system doesn't work anymore.
1: No. Um.
0: I mean, the it didn't it did
2: in the beginning Mhm. you know but how many presidents
1: in the beginning were were elected and that they, they were independents a lot of oh, yeah. No yeah um and
0: you know it, you know it just the stuff the, the the way that politics are now don't work <clears throat> I I wholeheartedly support and I know the president spoke on this a while back, but Congressional and Senate term limits need to be put into place because we've got people who are career politicians who've never done anything else in their life. Nothing. They have lived off of the American people and failed policies for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And... Most of these career politicians are millionaires, yeah, off of the the lobbyists. I don't yeah. think there should be able to be lobbyists. I that's pushing, just my opinion. Pushing, pushing
1: yeah. money into
0: uh, turning them into electoral
1: votes. Is yeah, all it is.
0: It's like, hey man, I'm trying. This is like me coming to you going, hey man, um, I'm trying to sell these new. I'm an auto parts manufacturer. I'm trying to sell these new parts. I need you to make a regulation that yep. all new cars have to have this part on yep. It doesn't really do much. It may even be worse than the old part, but I just need you to make this regulation. Here's a couple million dollars on the slide to uh, push happens. this regulation. And, you know, honestly... That is exactly what happened with DEF diesel exhaust fluid. Like I've seen, I've seen independent tests where they run, they put a diesel truck, an older diesel truck, next to a brand new diesel truck that's got this diesel exhaust fluid in it, this miracle uh, solution. The fact of the matter is, the older diesel truck runs cleaner than the newer diesel truck because. Oh, for sure now you're dumping all these corrosive chemicals into the exhaust I've used it I've had to use it in the work truck and I had to use it when I worked at the diesel factory the diesel truck factory which I'm not going to name right now but I've seen that stuff eat boots and we're putting it into commercial and uh, personal vehicles and then spraying it into the exhaust and dispersing it into the air. It's all it's all about making money. Come on, yeah. Dude. It is. It's all in the money. Yeah. But on that note, I I'm, I'm just going to say I think uh, I think Biden and Trump should debate. I agree. Rogan is the best platform for it. We need to get the media out of this. I don't see Rogan as the media. I see him as best representation of the middle of the road of the people I don't Nate you, I mean do you agree with that or
1: oh for sure man you just going to hear it out yeah and let people speak
0: yeah and I know I've talked a lot I get passionate when it comes to this because I've seen I've been on the close I haven't been on the pointy end of US policy but I've been close to the, the pointy end of it and um some policies, nobody wins. but we'll go ahead and restate our mission statement since this is our 15th uh, or our 16th episode 16. here yeah 16. So uh, we're Nate and Dale we're two bearded dads. I'm not bearded at the moment and um, we're just out there to have a good time and pursue good, Adult alcoholic beverages, such as the beers we have been drinking. You have anything to add on to that, Nate? I
1: just want to thank every everybody that's listening out there and just your continued support. You know, um, but our conversations are just again they're just our opinions on on subjects, and mm-hmm. we just like to have a good time. And so, yeah, with that, we will we will see you next week or you will hear us next week. Yes. we uh, would like to say if you have any questions or comments, please, you know, tell us on Instagram,
0: Facebook, give us an email, anything you want. Yeah. But we are uh, out. We appreciate your listenership. Have a good Bye. one.